This is the Global Countdown, first broadcast on the briefing on the 23rd of March. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the moment we all wait for. This hotly anticipated about 20 past 12 on a Thursday lunchtime feeling here in London, which is when we leave the confines of Midori House, Fernando Augusto Pacheco, don't we? And then whiz around the world and listen to some sometimes good music, sometimes just music, <laughs> and, and you try to string it together in some glorious global countdown. Yes, and today we are literally going global. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what, what, just explain the premise. I will. Uh, Tuesday, Thank the you. IFPI, they are representing the recording uh, uh, music uh, industry. So basically, they released their annual global music report. Uh, and in this list, there was the list of the top five music markets worldwide. Okay. So I decided to do the global countdown according to this list. Right. So the International Federation of the Phonographic yes. Industry, for those of us who, are, who don't keep up as well as you do, <laughs> uh, they represent the interests of the recording industry worldwide. So they're non-profit, which is lovely, and they're Swiss, which is even nicer, uh, founded in Italy. So we've sort of we've got a, lo- a global view and we now have five countries who are, what, the biggest markets or w- what defines their, their position in Basically, today's list? Revenue. Revenue for the okay. music industry. And to be fair, Emma, uh, most recently the top five have been fairly static. There was no big changes. But this year, uh, actually starting at number five, for the first time China, which people expected that at some point they were going to become one of the top music markets in the world. But the problem in the past, they had a lot of piracy. Uh, but now the government is working closely with the labels and they are finding ways to monetize that Uh, and you know in China they don't have necessarily Spotify they have the local streamers but the music industry is booming and I predict that perhaps next year it could be number four it could be even number three but we have to wait and see but I chose a number one song uh, for each of the top five countries. So welcome, China. Welcome, Who, China. Who's who's China's ambassador to, for, of all things musical in, in the Fernando Augusto Pacheco? <laughs> it's not a surprise here. I mean, at least for the Chinese, it's Zhu Shen. He is a, a top artist in, in China. And this song that we're going to hear is from the soundtrack of a Japanese film, actually, Suzume. But he did kind of a Mandarin cover for the tr- original uh, track. And his voice is known for being quite ethereal. Uh, Let's have a listen and then you tell me more about it. Right, that is a man who can hit soprano. Yes. He's got the most incredible voice, but when you look at him and you look, look at the video, look at the video, ladies and gentlemen, it's, uh, it's actually taken mostly from this glorious Japanese anime. Um, 
he's he sort of sums up a very a modern face of China, doesn't he? Exactly, and he's only. To be fair, I thought he was younger. Actually, he's. I think I believe he's about thirty years old. Uh, and I also thought it was quite I interesting. I want to know who's a dermatologist. Exactly. Well, me too. Uh, and well, you inter- don't need to for now. <laughs> I do. Uh, it's interesting that it was a Mandarin cover of a Japanese film, and that's what we're going to see in this top five today, Emma, because. Everything's becoming more globalized. We see quite a lot of local artists, but there's always kind of some global connection. Uh, you know, uh, for example, here is a translation from a Japanese track, uh, and I find that quite interesting. How long is it? I mean, gaze into your crystal ball, if you wouldn't mind, Faye, and tell us how long it is before we get a bit of Shujen in a British chart or in a, a an American chart. Because you know, we saw what happened with K-pop. And an example that we've got at the moment is there is an enormous um, series of concerts that take place in Hyde Park every single year um, called British Summertime. And they have massive, massive global um, artists. This year, there's a, there's a K-pop day. Yes, it will happen. It will happen. I think with China, it can be a little bit uh, difficult here in Western Europe, but you know, it could happen. We are we, we are seeing a lot of, uh, especially artists from Africa uh, here on the charts. So it might be not necessarily China, but it might be other countries for sure. Okay, uh, let's move on. Dare I say it? I mean, let's let's sort of explain the little thing that happens before we do this. You send me all the, song, the songs the day before and I go into a little room and have a listen. It's a glorious bit of homework. We do do homework here on Monocle 24. Um, and you sent me this list of tracks of very big company, very big nations, but nothing. I can't remember any of them. The next time, dare I say it, this is? Would you say this is a rather unremarkable and forgettable list? Well, I mean, the, 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 for example, Zushan. I think he's quite an interesting character. But what I like about number four in German is that I had no idea that they were number one in the albums chart. I, in fact, didn't know that band, and I'm sorry for our German listeners. Sorry, Schiller. It's it's Schiller. Yeah, they are an electronic uh, pop band. Uh, They were formed, I believe, in 1998. And I think in the early stages of their career, the songs were quite trancy. But they're still a big name. And and again, that's the opposite. We're talking about globalization, but here is a case where actually I think Schiller is probably mainly popular in Germany. Stays within the border. Stays within the borders. And this is one of their new singles is called uh, Illuminate. Let's have a listen. My goodness, if I were Annie and Robin, I'd be ringing the lawyers. Um, It's not bad. It's not bad. But it's, yeah, yeah. Um, So tell me why this isn't travelling, because it's pretty ubiquitous. It's in English. It's fine. But we haven't heard of Schiller. We haven't heard of Schiller. But, you know, the the Germans, I have to say, they do like electronic pop as well. So even bands like from the UK, like the Peshmo, the Petro Boys, they have a huge market in Germany as well. So I I think that that kind of, you know, it's not surprising that they like this type of music. And to be fair, here in the UK, the competition would be ultra hard because there's a lot of kind of uh, electronic artists as well. They have their cultural side. They were named after the German poet Friedrich Schiller. Indeed. 
worth a read. Um, okay, that was Germany. So we've done China, we've done Germany. This is like some sort of geopolitical superpower thing. Yes. I feel like I'm doing the globalist, but with a, with 120 beats per minute. We are. Let's head to the United Kingdom, which, dare I say, is number three. Number three. Good position for the UK, as always. And, you know, it, it, it's a shame that we're going to play a song by Miley Cyrus and I'll explain. She basically stopping the albums and the singles charts here in the UK. It's quite a rare uh, feat. Uh, and her album, Endless Summer Vacations, her first number one since 2013's Bangers. And again, the yes, I know you're, you're laughing the way out you there. Say it, I, always I, a joy. I, I, I do, I do like Miley Cyrus. I mean, she's doing so well. And again, just prove globalization. The UK is amazing artist, big artist in the recording industry. Look at Adele, at Sheeran. But yeah, this week in particular, uh, that we decided we're going to play Miley Cyrus. I am a bit of a fan, I have to say. We're going to play River from her new album, Endless Summer Vacation. Miley Cyrus goes ravey there um, on rivers. Now, love, this, love her raspiness. We, we, yes, <laughs> yes, I hadn't thought about it that way, but yes, there's a Miley Cyrus raspiness there. Um, the interesting thing is, is that people, instead of Miley Cyrus sitting into our into our musical uh, trajectory, people are now talking about the world sitting in the latest Miley Cyrus era. She is absolutely dominating everything with and we started off with flowers do we think that river is going to do the same i think so i think not not as much as flowers because flowers is one of those hits uh, that you can't explain it's going we'll to hear be, that in 10 15 years time absolutely it's going to be probably one of the top songs of the year a uh, river is a good song so that's why i decided i think we've been hearing quite a lot of flowers uh, as well uh, but emma number two before i actually introduce you the track i want to tell you about the people consume music in different ways in different countries so Streaming is dominating, of course, the industry. That's not a surprise. But physical media is showing to to be very resilient, uh, especially in Japan. I mean, people still go and buy CDs there. It's not just vinyls or cassettes, which I know are, uh, you know, are going through a revival uh, worldwide. But I love that. I love that the Japanese, they consume music differently. Uh, and, and people, they generally go to the record shop like we used to uh, here in Europe, you know, like uh, only perhaps a decade ago or so. Uh, and Shall I tell you who is number one actually in Japan? I can't wait. I'm actually just wallowing in that glorious moment of nostalgia that when you went to a shop to buy something oh. and it was musical and it was fun and you couldn't hear what it was and you got it home and you didn't know what you were listening to. I could cry actually listening. Okay, we're you getting know. quite maudlin yes, in our cups yes, here. Yes, sorry. All right, let's perk up. Um, so tell us, who's big in Japan? It's a band called News. And no, they are not big fan of the news. It's just North, East, West and South. Uh, and this is one of their new tracks. It's called TikTok. Let's have a listen. Crikey, yeah. that's a bit of an earful. 
kind of rock, electro. Uh, well, it's one of the most popular it's J-pop. kitchen sink. Ex- They've put everything in that track. And there's something interesting about News. I was doing some research. They started back in 2003 with nine members. And now there's only three of them. I wonder why. <laughs> no, but clearly they're still very popular uh, in, Japan, in Japan. If that's me. what they'd sound like with three, I don't think what happens if there are nine of them in one, in, in one noise. My goodness. I think it's probably because I wear headphones when we're in a studio. And um, yeah, I got all of that all at once. Um, sorry if you had your headphones up really loudly if you were listening to the briefing and that just happened. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Is that going to end up on the Monocle radio playlist soon? Probably not this no, one. You know, no, I do like some J-pop, but maybe this one, I, I might skip it for now. Bit, bit like a blast in the face. <laughs> exactly. Okay, thanks, news. Um, right, okay, so we've done uh, China, we've done Germany, we've done UK, we've done Japan. So, Look, we're on to number one. There's no great surprise here, is there? No great surprise. It's the USA. Uh, The only surprise here is that, of course, the majority of American artists, they do travel. That's not a surprise. We just heard Miley Cyrus there a few minutes ago. But sometimes the US can also be quite, uh, how can I say, just uh, regional as well. Because the number one album in the US at the moment is an artist. I've got to be honest, if you walk around here in, in London and ask, who is this guy? No. But who well, no. I'm sorry for the country There's sometimes fans. a reason for that. Exactly. And he's quite a controversial guy. I mean, he's been involved in quite some bad controversies. I think he's loved by Republicans uh, as well. He does like a drink, too. Mm. Uh, his he name, says some pretty filthy language as well. Very much so. But it's interesting, Emma, that in, it's an age where... People complain, oh, I'm being cancelled here and there. I mean, clearly he's not being cancelled because he's the number one artist in the US at this week. Uh, It's Morgan uh, Wallen and he just released his album One Thing at a Time. I selected one uh, of the songs from the album. It's called Last Night. Let's have a listen. kind of track that you, is in the car when you're driving around an American military base, and which is what we all do regularly, I'll tell, obviously. I'll tell you one thing about Morgan Wallen. He, it's a new trend, actually, in the music industry. So people are releasing albums with a lot of songs, basically. How many? I think there's over 30 songs Goodness in his me. album. Apparently, it's easier to reach number one the longer the album is, because more people are listening to several tracks from the album. Oh. So there's, it's, it's interesting. And this is actually affecting how artists are making their albums. So albums are becoming a bit longer. Oh, goodness me. Uh, yes. T- 30 tracks of Morgan Wallen. <laughs> um, yeah, look him up if you, if you fancy looking at someone who's, I think, controversial doesn't even begin yes. to describe this man. Uh, anyway, there he is. And that's the, the, biggest, uh, the biggest market. Just one quick question. One thing that surprised me is Japan is number two. That that's a suggestion that you'd, we're underestimating underestimating Japanese music. Always, always. I mean, they're solid number two, and I think it would be very hard uh, for someone to to beat them. I think the UK and Germany could be at risk uh, with China there, but I think Japan and the US. I, f- I think we're going to have a few years of that. Fernanda Augusta Pacheco, thank you as ever for our global countdown. That was the Global Countdown.